Today is Wednesday, August 2nd, and you're listening to The Morning Announcements, presented by Betches Media. My name's Elise Morales, filling in for Sammy Sage. Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take sides and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. This episode is sponsored by Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Stop throwing money away, cancel unwanted subscriptions, and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com morning. It's August and the news is slow and weird, so here's a smattering of stories from around the world to make you go, huh. Elise, 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 my friend, you should have known better than to tempt the news gods. Elise will bring you the rest of today's headlines, but it's Amanda peeking in to start you off with the latest Trump indictment, which Jack Smith rudely dropped after we'd initially recorded this episode. I'm going to take you through that, then Elise will be back to bring you some more headlines from around the world. The best things, they come in threes. Former President Donald Trump has been indicted for a third time, this time on federal charges from the Justice Department related to his attempts to overturn the result of the 2020 election. This comes 967 days after the insurrection. It marks the first time that Donald Trump has been held accountable for his efforts to overturn the election, which of course culminated in the deadly insurrection on January 6th. This is the former president's third indictment, though, following charges related to classified documents and hush money payments. In the new indictment handed up on Tuesday, the Justice Department charged Trump with four counts. Conspiracy to defraud the United States, conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding, obstruction of and attempt to obstruct an official proceeding and conspiracy against rights. These are all incredibly serious charges that come with sentences of 10 to 20 years in prison each. The judge in the case is U.S. District Judge Tanya S. Chutkin, who has sentenced multiple January 6 rioters and is known as one of the toughest punishers for insurrection-related charges. I know after hearing all of this, you're probably thinking you are still dreaming, but you are awake. It is morning. The indictment deals primarily with actions related to election subversion leading up to January 6, but specifically references the events of that day to show how Trump and unnamed co-conspirators, quote, exploited the riots to place even greater pressure on officials inside the Capitol to delay certification of the election. Jack Smith gave a brief statement and emphasized that his focus is now on securing a speedy trial. Donald Trump will be arraigned on Thursday afternoon of this week, after which a 70-day window begins to move forward with what would be a speedy trial. How does that benefit the government? Well, think of it like a real housewife who got an advanced look at the rest of the season before the finale. She is ready to go while the others scramble to defend their behavior. This newest indictment came amid reports that a Trump PAC has spent $40 million on legal fees for the former president and has little cash left on hand. Trump immediately began fundraising off of this indictment. Okay, now back to Elise for the rest of today's headlines. Unless the aliens decide to visit us tonight, then I'll be back. Okay. Wow. CDC says leprosy may now be endemic in Florida. Sounds about right. Cases of leprosy, yes, that leprosy, have doubled in Florida and the southeastern United States over the last 10 years. Central Florida, in particular, accounts for 81% of cases. Epidemiologists currently believe that contact with armadillos may be partially to do with the outbreaks. I just, Florida. 
We'll be sticking with Florida today for just a little bit longer, thanks to Governor Ron DeSantis, who wants Vice President Kamala Harris to debase herself, I mean, debate him, over the state's new history curriculum. This comes after the vice president made a visit to Florida in which she slammed the state's curriculum for teaching that enslaved people actually benefited from slavery. Personally, I think Ron DeSantis would benefit from getting verbally backhanded by the vice president in public, but I don't want to put all that on her. She's done enough. Next up, everyone's fave, but maybe not anymore, music artist Lizzo is under fire after a suit from three of her dancers alleges a hostile work environment. Most of the allegations are actually aimed at Lizzo's dance team captain, Shirlene Quigley, who allegedly subjected the dancers to sexual, religious, and racial harassment. The suit also claims not one, but two lewd incidents involving a banana, one of which took place in Amsterdam's red light district and involves Lizzo directly. I'm not gonna describe the incident here, so just make sure if you do Google it, you do so incognito mode. There are just some things your search history can never come back from. Now we head over to Phoenix, Arizona, which just clocked in the hottest month ever observed in a U.S. city. Congrats. The historic heat wave meant the city clocked in at 110 degrees Fahrenheit for a record 31 consecutive days. At least 25 people died as a result of the heat in Maricopa County, with an additional 249 deaths currently under investigation. But don't worry because that heat wave in Phoenix ended yesterday when the city clocked in at a positively breezy 108 degrees. But tell me again how climate change isn't real. Finally, we end today's news in China, where a zoo is fighting off allegations that their Malayan sun bear is actually just a human in a bear suit. I mean, if the job pays. Footage of the bear standing on its hind legs in an eerily human fashion sparked fierce debate online, with some coming to the bear, whose name is Angela, by the way, defense, saying that that's just kind of what a sun bear looks like. The zoo eventually weighed in on the controversy by sending out a statement on Weibo, aka Chinese Twitter, from Angela's perspective, saying, Yesterday after work, I received a call from the park manager asking me if I was slacking off and had a biped replace me. Much to my surprise, I'm just sitting in the mountains and I go viral on the internet. Some people think I look too human when I stand up. It seems you really don't understand me. Previously, some visitors even thought I was too petite to be a bear. I want to emphasize again, I am a Malayan sun bear, not a black bear, not a dog. A Malayan sun bear. Psst, Angela. I actually do believe you, but I don't think typing out messages in human language really helps your case. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements brought to you by Betches Media. Until tomorrow, I'm Elise Morales, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.